Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 47 of Just the Fitness Tip with Michael Ujoa and Jason Ald, Edinburgh's number one fitness podcast. Jason, good morning. How are you doing? Sorry, I'm just I'm just taking a call. Just be a sec. Yep. Uh huh. Oh well, that's great news. Thank you. Okay, no problem. Sorry, I'm just I'm in the middle of doing a podcast here, home. Mitch, I've just got off the phone. We are still Edinburgh's number one <laughs> fitness podcast. It's official. There we go. Breaking news. Breaking breaking news that we announced last week. We are still Edinburgh's number one every fitness week. podcast. It's like the top 40. <laughs> it changes every week, but not number one. Good. How's the week been? Well, you know. Mitch, you're quite lucky to catch me, to be honest, because um, I don't know if you've heard, but I'm basically the Chris Moyles of Edinburgh Fitness now. <laughs> yeah, are you really? I am an international radio DJ. What does that DJ make me? DJ on my <laughs> no, Dave no. Lee Travis. Or, <laughs> um, I'm a disc jockey, don't you know? Yeah, exactly. We don't play any music, so I guess technically not. No, that's true. There's always time to grow the show. But yeah, you're alluding to our new radio show that we have just started up. <clears throat> I am. Yeah. So uh, Jason and I have been asked to come and do a radio show on Wellbeing Radio, Scotland's first ever Wellbeing Radio station. I think regular tippers, tippers will not struggle to realise why we'd be on Wellbeing Radio. I mean, <laughs> no, I have no idea why they would, why they couldn't, uh, couldn't believe that we've been invited on there. No, we are the bad boys of Wellbeing Radio. That's what we are now. We didn't want that name. They just gave it to us. <laughs> they emailed us. Bad boys of Wellbeing With Radio. With a Z. Yeah, they did. So yeah, all the other radio stations on there, uh, they're a little bit calmer than us too. Uh, a lot of them are done by kind of yoga teachers, lifestyle coaches, life coaches. And um, yeah, we do stand out a little bit. We're none of those things, Mitch. <laughs> We're really not. Yeah, I mean, you only have to look at the art or the kind of cover photos for each show to realize that we really don't belong. But we're hoping <laughs> we're hoping that um, we're a refreshing take. We're a different uh, different twist on um, on the approach to fitness because we we've got valuable things to contribute, Mitch. You know, let's yeah. not play ourselves down here. Let's not let's not diminish the quality of the fitness tip. It's not going to take over. We're still going to keep the podcast going stronger than ever, I think it will be. Yeah, it's kind of like the way I always think about it is like, you know, when you go around to your girlfriend's parents' house for the first time and you meet them (laughs) and you're like, well, I'm still Jason. I'm just the kind of presentable face of Jason. (laughs) And then like, you go back with your girlfriend and then obviously show her a different side of you. And that is the fitness tip that you guys know and love. So we'll be keeping it <laughs> we're keeping it one hundred here. Um <laughs> but we do encourage people to listen to both. We are trying to make them distinct and different. Um we're we're not doing uh, we're not lazy Mitch are we we're not lazy at all. We're not going back through our old back catalogue. You know they copying. did ask us if they wanted to, but we thought uh no, we're gonna record a new episode every week for that because we want to create even more valuable content. Mitch we're the hardest working men in Edinburgh fitness podcasting. <laughs> I think we are. I don't know any other men that do podcasts. You know? Oh no, with uh, with Kim, they do a podcast. There's loads. Kim's not on, but no, her co- her co-host. I meant. We are the hardest working people in Edinburgh fitness podcasting. Let's take that. I'm going to wear it with a ba- as a badge of honor. Yeah, yeah. Come see me if you don't believe it. <laughs> I just got off the phone. Edinburgh number one fitness podcast. That's true. Still. And what else are you up to? Undefeated, undisputed, <laughs> reigning, defending. Yeah. What else are you up to this week? <clears throat> this week, well. Mitch, when the, the Tippers are listening to this, it'll be February. Yeah. So not only will it be one year of just a fitness tip, 
you can send the birthday cards to at Jason Pro Unicyclist. E cards, obviously. I'm not an idiot. Um, but it's also it's February, which apparently <laughs> it's February. February, <laughs> we'll be cracking open a bottle of Wiseman's. Um, but no, also apparently, forty-three percent of people give up on their New Year's resolutions. Right. I bet you our fans don't by February. So obviously, guys, we've been talking a lot about resolutions, <laughs> and we've kind of been talking about the anti-resolution, which is short-term goals. And to be constantly involved in your goals and to make realistic goals and small goals uh, and to track your goals. And then I'm trying to think of another way I can add goals. Um, <laughs> score goals? Score goals, yes. Um, so, so yeah, I'd be interested to hear, guys, if you have set yourself a, a quote-unquote New Year's resolution, are you sticking with it? For me, I, was, I must admit, I, I got a little bit of an injury, so it set me back a little bit. I was also down in London for my wife's birthday, which set me back a bit. Um, I believe this is what they call making excuses. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Yeah, but I'm I'm still on track as in in the sense that I want to get back to it, and I'm I've still got my my goals firmly in sight. Good. What about you? You you failed on January second, didn't you? No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I'm on track. I've got my new training program. I'm sticking to it. This week has been tough to stick to it. I'm going to be honest because I've got a lot on, but. Um, I'm, yeah, what have I'm you got? With a, well, uh, I'm speaking at the Edinburgh Wellbeing Festival this weekend, uh, so I'm going to be speaking Sunday. Mate, uh, you're taking over the wellbeing scene. <laughs> no, they're going to call me Michael Wellbeing, you Joe. Yeah, they yeah. will. <laughs> well, can't think of anything funnier. No. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Wellbeing. You should have just said that. Yeah, like Mr. Wellbeing. <laughs> anyway um yeah i'm speaking of that um and uh, i'm actually going on bbc radio scotland later today oh. which is quite exciting so i'm gonna be chatting about body image with a. it's a pre-recorded show for sunday i can't remember the name of the show uh that's bad i was it? about to say you're also taking over the airwaves but with you know per prep like that you definitely no, won't wait. be i'm uh i'm gonna find out the name of it if you will bear with me i can't um, wait till you go on that show and they call you michael aloha <laughs> And <laughs> your career is nose dive. I'm worried about them, uh, about them doing that. Uh, so nope, I can't find the name of it. Never mind. I think it's called like a Sunday on Sunday. Guys, you're gonna have to listen to the whole schedule all day if you want to hear Mitch. No, I'm gonna find this, guys. I'm gonna. Uh, Jason, talk amongst yourself. Okay, um, I'll talk. I do this all the time. Um, yeah, so Mitch is gonna be on the radio. He's also got that chat. If you want to go and see it. You're too late. Um, it's called uh, Sunday Morning With dot dot dot. Michael Ujo. So this one. So I'm just going to be on like a little 10 minute section. It's nothing big, but it is quite exciting. Get to go on the radio, yeah. spread a positive message to all the people of Scotland that listen to BBC Radio Scotland. I think what the tippers all want to know is, Mitch, <laughs> are you going to mention my Instagram handle on the show? <laughs> and how many times will you say it? <laughs> if I can drop it in there, what do I get? A warm feeling inside. Oh, okay. No. And also my admiration. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I won't be dropping your Instagram handle, but you never know. I might I'll be see able if to, I can raise that. I'm going to try and plug the podcast is going to be my tactic. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. I'll take so it. We'll see whether we can um, we can plug it in there somehow. So yeah, it's been a bit of a busy week. Uh, and then obviously just kind of general client work. I'm, I'm tired this week. I'm doing, you look it. I'm doing quite a thing. <laughs> I'm doing a lot and I am feeling slightly sluggish, but we power on. Mate, also... I'm going to the US consulate. <laughs> yeah. This is ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, this is weird. Been invited to a round table. What, is, as I what said, is happening with us? I can only assume that the 
prerequisite for a round table is being sat around a table. <laughs> Apart from that, they've promised very little. Well, a round table in my head sounds quite uh, like question of, time. No, like medieval, like a load of knights sat around. Are a you table. thinking of King Arthur? A little bit. So then they're thinking he's got a beard. Let's invite him along. He'll that fit in. A- that's what it said on the invite. Please bring your beard. Um, if you can braid it, yeah. you get the special seat. I'm not quite there yet. But um, but yeah, no, I'm going to talk about my experience. I went on a USMC sponsored trip to the US for UK influencers. And don't worry, guys. I think it's hilarious to you that that's what I was classified as. Um, but yeah, so that's my opportunity to talk to a room for the people that don't want to listen, just like your chat at the Wellbeing you, Festival. Hey. Are you going to plug? Are you going to plug? Uh, my Instagram handle. Your Instagram handle. You know what? I might actually have to <laughs> yeah, because have. it's about social media. So. Can you plug the podcast? Yeah, why not? Yeah, it makes me sound more important if I've got a podcast. Get that oh, off. Right? Damn, I didn't put my laptop on silent. Sorry, folks. Unprofessional. This is why you're never going to take off in the radio biz. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's weird now that a lot of our job is talking at people now. It's it's kind of weird transition. I think before we started the podcast, obviously, it's like coaching people, you talk, obviously. Um, but now we spend a very large amount of our week talking at microphones, which is weird. For me, that's totally purposeful. My five-year plan has always been to sit down more and talk more. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, I'm on I, track. I was actually thinking about this yesterday because I was like, oh, my back's getting a bit sore. And I realize I'm spending so much more time sat down at my laptop because I'm talking into a microphone now or uh, doing a lot more client work. And I'm realizing that I'm becoming one of those sedentary people. I know I do a lot of exercise, but outside of that time, I do spend a lot of my day sat down. So actually, the future of the show is going to be basically us talking about all your health issues (laughs) and how you can remedy them. If you share these problems with Michael Ujoa, then listen to this. Yeah, exactly. So uh, this is something that I need to um, I need to think about over the next few weeks. Well, at least one of us is still athletic. Um, well, you're injured. You're not athletic. Well, you know, it's just one arm. Um, so we're both sitting more. We're both just talking as our jobs rather than doing as much exercise. Mm. Uh, we're both getting injured often. Are we getting old? We are getting old. I think we can all safely say that. Some of us look more old than the rest of us. Um, but you know what? You know what, Mitch? I'm glad we're talking more. If anyone wants to employ us to talk more, because we realized on the show, we broke out a new Just a Fitness Tip catchphrase, which is broke but woke. And uh, that's because we it basically fits in with our philosophy because we are giving you the facts, guys. We are not hampered by any kind of money. Uh, we don't get paid to say any of this. We're not sponsored by anybody. Not yet. Come on. So it's all true. It's all facts. We've got no ulterior motive. We are broke but woke, and it's largely purposeful. It is indeed. Right. Should we lead into our uh, our topic for today? I wish you would. I wish uh, you would. So we're chatting today about uh, what are we chatting about? Wow, I've forgotten. This is bad, isn't it? Do we need cardio to lose Mate, weight? You forgot the tippers. You're now all about that radio life. <laughs> no. No, they're coming along for the t- for the radio ride as well. They're not just going to be here. The radio ride. <laughs> yeah. So we're chatting about uh, do we need to do cardio to lose weight? Uh, and it's it's a regular question that we hear. So we thought let's smash a few myths around it, shall we? So Jason, do you want to start with this one? No, I think you should. Oh, okay. So uh, do we need to do cardio to lose weight? Um, in short, no. Uh, that's not going to be the end and of the And thanks for joining us here today. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be the end of the episode. Um, no, you do not have to do cardio, but there are a few little caveats to that um, as well. Uh, so first of all, uh, what counts as cardio, I think, is is one thing that we should cover. I've got the classic line of um, 
people say, how do you, how do you exercise? I say, I lift weights. And they go, well, what'd you do for cardio? I go, I lift weights quicker. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Lewis, he does CrossFit. <laughs> Yeah, Lewis. That, yeah, no that, cardio. That guy that criticised our podcast the other day. On Never, heard no. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Lewis owns Grams. We have a vendetta against Grams in Edinburgh now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so no, what counts as cardio? So I think a lot of people, uh, when they're starting to lose weight, they think that they need to start slugging, slugging away, slogging, away? slogging away. There we go. It's, Mate, it's, we're trendsetters. We can invent phrases. <laughs> slugging away. Slugging away, doing loads of cardio. <laughs> like a um, slug. To burn calories, to lose weight. And it just doesn't need to be like this. Um, if you are, as we always mention, we want to be doing things that we enjoy, things that are a little bit more sustainable. If you really hate running, but you think that oh, the only way to lose weight is to go and run on the treadmill for hours, then your weight loss progress is going to be pretty poor because you're not going to stick with it. Um, so in regards to cardio, I would always say do the thing that you enjoy most, but focus on a form of cardio that is possibly um, slightly even less strenuous or less physically demanding um, that can slot in uh, with the rest of your training schedule? Mitch, not so much around weight loss, but this is a common thing that you hear a lot, don't you? You hear from guys, they say cardio, and you know this better than anyone, cardio is Spanish for no gains. Yes. And people are worried about doing cardio um, if they're trying to put on muscle. Mm -hmm. What say you, seeing as you're Spanish and you know the real meaning of the word cardio? <laughs> It means all the gains. Yeah, they get it wrong. It's the O ending. It's different. Mm. Uh, so yeah, no, it, it will not be the end of your gains. There needs to be like a focus on the thing that you want to do most. So if uh, building muscle is your priority, um, then I would say that the large majority of your training program should be lifting weights to try and put on muscle. But that doesn't mean that you can't do any cardio at all. Uh, if you then started kind of running four or five times a week uh, around your weight training, then you may start to struggle uh, mainly because of the calories that you're trying to take in. Um, but yeah, you don't need to completely stop doing cardio. So really, it's more of a, a calorie surplus deficit thing. You probably end up burning more calories. So therefore having to take in more if you wanted to build muscle. Exactly that. Like if you just uh, well look at the the most uh, famous runners uh, that you see on social media, let's pick Mo Farah uh, for an example, is not exactly going to be leading the way in muscle building, is he? I'm sure yeah. he does go in the gym and lift weights occasionally. And takes a ton of steroids as well. <laughs> hey, apparently. Allegedly. Allegedly. Hey, no one can eat that much corn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, brushing over that comment. Uh, yeah, exactly. So he probably does some strength training, but the main bulk of his training will be running because that's his specialty. Jinky does. Do you strength training? I'm sure he does some. It's not working. <laughs> well, his goal isn't to bulk up. He wants to stay nice and light, but strong. how do you know? <laughs> Maybe he's reinventing himself. He's really failing at trying to put muscle on. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you if you want to put on muscle, then please do feel free to do cardio still. You don't have to stop completely. And I guess just for cardiovascular health, it's really important to do some form of cardio. So don't stop it completely. All right. Okay. I won't. Good. Uh, so yeah, if you can focus on most of your work, if you're looking to lose weight, I still would say the foundation of your training program should be strength training. Uh, and I know this kind of goes against what most people maybe think about what you should be doing when you want to lose weight. As I said, people think you have to go jump on a treadmill or go swimming lots or jump on a bike for ages. But if you can have the main foundation of your program, strength training, and then you keep your diet in check, you necessarily don't have to do any cardio as long as you're keeping your calories down. Mitch, people love HIT, don't they, Mitch? They love high-intensity interval training. And a lot of the time you find these classes involve an element of strength. Mm -hmm. 
for people out there that that exclusively want to do a hit workout, would that count as cardio for them? Would that count as strength training for them, or is it better to focus on one or the other and do use different programs accordingly? I think it kind of depends on the rep ranges um, and how hard you're pushing yourself there. But I'd always consider HIIT training more cardio. It's like uh, people that go to classes like body pump. Uh, some people will call that strength training, and it's not. The amount of repetitions that you're doing, is, it's a cardio session. I actually heard Louis Simmons, uh, Westside Barbell. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with his work. Uh, very prolific strength trainer. Um, he said... High intensity training has actually been massively mislabeled because if you're not lifting weight um, that is is really challenging you, then you can't call it high intensity. Hmm, I don't know. Possibly. I think what high intensity basically means for a lot of people, it's like the tone thing, isn't it? Yeah. I think when so. people hear high intensity, what they think is is that they're probably going to be doing some kind of circuit mm -hmm. and they're probably going to get out of breath and sway. Yeah, I think it's more the fact that you're supposed to push yourself to the limit during yeah. HIIT training. If you're not, then chances are you're not doing high intensity interval training. Uh, you should finish a high intensity interval training session pretty much on your knees, completely gassed out. Well, I've been doing it wrong all this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and if you're not, you're just doing interval training. So step it up. Low intensity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Low intensity interval training. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to think what was your original question before. I think that covered it. Um, but yeah, it, it comes down to calorie balance, as we know, weight loss. So one of the issues that I do find with um, people that do a large amount of cardio uh, when they're trying to lose weight is sometimes they have an issue with hunger levels. You usually find uh, it's kind of uh, case dependent. Some people will find this, others won't. Uh, but a lot of people find that when they start doing a lot more cardio to try and lose weight, they actually find that their hunger levels increase massively. I know I do this. Like I come out of a swimming pool after doing a swimming session and I'm ravenous. I'm so hungry. Um, whereas after I finish a strength training session, I never really finish and think, oh, I really need some food right now. Mitch, is there a danger that if people are, <clears throat> let's say people are focusing on losing weight, but they're doing a lot of exercise in order to create that calorie deficit. Is there a danger that they maybe aren't fueling their bodies properly because they're focusing more on not taking calories in and so therefore aren't recovering as well as they could be from the workouts? Yeah, definitely. I think there is, <clears throat> I think there is a sweet spot to hit. Um, that is the issue with doing kind of really low calorie diets. It's the same thing. Like if you're exercising loads but keeping your calories fairly low, that deficit is going to be huge and you'll just find, as you said, recovery will suck. Uh, so by the time your next training session comes around, you're still going to be fatigued. Your energy levels are going to be really low. Uh, your body's going to start eating into muscle tissue for energy because you're not giving it the calories that it needs. Um, which is why most of the time when working with clients, we create just kind of a really modest calorie deficit so that you're kind of optimizing the way that you're giving yourself enough energy to perform, but just enough to stay in that deficit, but also enough protein to make sure your muscles are recovering too. That was going to be my next question that shows how in sync we are, Mitch. So if you're someone who enjoys to train a lot, that didn't come out as well as I'd like it to. If you're someone who frequently trains, if you're someone that has an exercise practice or partakes in the sport. I like to train a lot. Something that, yeah. <laughs> if you like to do lots of exercise, then... Um, maybe focus on a, a, a smaller deficit mm. than someone who is maybe less active perhaps yeah i know it's 
in theory, it sounds great. You think, okay, I'm, I may be in like a little bit of a deficit, but now if I go and run like an extra 45 minute running session each week, I'm going to create like an extra 600 calorie deficit, which is really going to speed things up. But then what you realize is you'll finish that run. You'll be absolutely exhausted. <clears throat> you'll be really hungry. And then the calories you eat as a result of that might actually negate the calorie deficit that you had before. That's definitely a problem I've had if I've ever been in a position where I was wanting to lose weight because I'm not someone that would do a huge calorie deficit and curb my exercise. I'm probably someone that would turn up my exercise. Um, and I can I sometimes find that it has a negative effect in terms of recovery mm -hmm. um, if I'm focusing on not consuming calories but training as hard as I always have done. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's something for people to be aware of. Mm -hmm. If you are purely looking to lose weight for aesthetic reasons maybe or if you're someone that doesn't do a lot of exercise anyway, you can get good results just from balancing your diet, right? And, you know, mm -hmm. doing your ingoings and outgoings. Um, but maybe a little bit more care is needed if you are someone that isn't doing a lot of exercise. Of yeah. It's funny what you mentioned before as well. It's, it's a lie I tell myself every time when I've got an event coming up. I'm like, oh, I don't need to cut beforehand because naturally I'll do more cardio and I'll just drop body fat. Mm. And I never do. I usually find as soon as my cardio increases, I start putting on extra weight because... I'm just always so hungry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it is difficult to find the balance, um, which is why, as I said, small deficit, focus on strength training, and then supplement that with some form of cardio that doesn't completely floor you or increase your hunger levels too much. I love it. <clears throat> yeah. So Mitch, what would you say to people out there, people out there who don't like conventional cardio, shall we call it, um, but who maybe want to add an element of cardio to their routine to aid their weight loss walking it's honestly the best thing uh, walking is one of the most underrated forms of cardio uh, to aid with weight loss uh, it's not too strenuous you're not going to finish it uh, completely ravenous um, and you can easily build it into your day as well like get off the bus two stops earlier uh, take the stairs rather than getting the lift all these tiny little things throughout the day that will really add up and it's not going to impact your hunger levels too much so your progress should just continue as it was before but maybe a bit quicker Great tip. Thanks, mate. You've obviously kept some in the tank after the radio show. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was a bit tired. So this is the first time we're doing a Just the Fitness Tip episode without coffee. I know. It feels a bit weird. That's why you didn't hear the sound effects at the start, guys. I know. So we had a coffee during our prior recording, and yeah, I'm feeling it. We need to plan this out better next week, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Maybe... Snort some sugar. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I said sugar there. Where you were going with that? I don't know if that would work though. What snorting sugar? Yeah. Okay. I was Pro plus. An, I was reading an article yesterday. This could be complete bro science here. So get the klaxon at the uh -oh. ready. Oh. Uh, so apparently, you know when uh, kids get like a sugar high when you give them sugar in the evening. All too well. Apparently, it's not true. Apparently, oh. kids don't get a sugar high from sugar. In, if anything, it increases kind of concentration levels. And I guess it's kind of true. Like if I have like a sugary thing to eat in the evening, I actually just crash and I end up really tired. Oh, yeah. I don't run around in circles buzzing. And apparently parents just use that as like, just because it's so thought that it's true. And um, people say, oh, he's had loads of sugar. He's acting crazy when he's actually just a little bit nuts anyway. Yeah, he's just mentally disturbed. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know if that's true. I just thought it was quite an interesting one. I should look into it before speaking about it on the podcast. But More bro science to follow here. But <laughs> yeah. is it not a case of that it gives you that kind of spike of energy and then you crash as opposed to one or the other? 
Yeah, but is it like really a big burst of energy that's going to cause you to be like, whoa? Like, I don't amazing. feel if I ever intake a huge amount of sugar, I don't feel like, my God, I could run around <laughs> the block or whatever. Exactly. But you do feel like more alert and perky. Yeah. And then I, I maybe it's completely placebo, but I do feel a massive crash if yes. I have like a very sugary thing. Yeah. So, if anything, load your kids up with sugar like a few hours before bed and then they crash when they get into bed. Parenting tips here on just a fitness <laughs> tip, not just fitness, just a parenting tip. Yeah, that's that's not that. That's, that in your doesn't work. Don't take that as actual advice, guys. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was an interesting article that I read. I didn't look at the research papers or anything underneath it. Why would we? Why would we do that? We never do that. So why would we do it now? Don't eat a holy Easter egg. There's some real life <laughs> advice. <laughs> Especially if it's not Easter. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone knows way more about this topic than I do, then please uh, get in touch. Yeah, DM me at Jason Pro Unicyclist. I'll give you credit and everything. It might kickstart your career. <laughs> okay. Right. We've we got on? a radio show now, by the way. Should we move on to the article? Let's do it. So we're starting with a very interesting article. Uh, basically, if we were going to start a company up, I think that we would start this company. Uh, I don't know whether you agree, uh, but something along the lines I wish you'd consulted me before you pitched this idea. <laughs> You're already on the director's list. You're in. Uh, so a company called Kensho Health, I apologize if I'm pronouncing that badly, uh, they have publicly launched its antithesis of goop, which I can fully get behind. Uh, so last year, when co-founders Danny Steiner and Krista Berlincourt debuted, uh, debuted Kensho Health, their directory and information service for holistic medicine, Berlincourt called it the antithesis of goop. They're basically starting a company up to call out all the nonsense that Gwyneth Paltrow's company uh, putting into the interweb. Mitch, you could say they're really Ken showing them up. Yes. That's Just it. thought of that now. Yeah, I, what I find quite interesting about this article is um, while Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle brand startup serves up a heady mix of unverified pseudoscientific claims alongside long-standing holistic practices, Steiner and Berlin Court, great name, focused on the verified and verifiable claims coming out of the medical community. Now, for me, this seems like the bare minimum uh, before giving anyone advice or promoting any products. But believe it or not, this is the quote-unquote antithesis of Gwyneth Paltrow's mainstream lifestyle brand. Mm -hmm. So I guess this is good for people who are into holistic, um, should I say medicine? I don't know if it's the correct term. Holistic approaches. approaches, yes. Um, so, yeah, finally using science to back up claims. I think that's nothing but but positive. And it's good to see that there's a company who's willing to kind of call Goop out and with a much better name. Mm. Yeah, it is better. Goop, as we've mentioned before, is, is one of the worst company names I've ever heard. Mm. I wonder where it comes from. You know what? I don't want to know where the Goop comes <laughs> yeah. from. With what they're selling with those candles, I really don't want to know. It's never going to be a good thing. No. So basically, I feel like these guys are us, but a little bit more professional. And they're writing it down rather than talking it into a microphone. So, uh, yeah, I just really like it. And so, I think that's a bold claim. <laughs> <laughs> what, we're not that good or they're not that good? I can think of two people better to compare us to. Like who? Not them. Okay. Who are they? Rhino and Saracen from Gladiators. <laughs> okay. By the way, can I just say, sorry to intervene. Uh, I started, or I sent a follow request on Instagram to Jet from Gladiators. Yep. She accepted my follow request. Did she really? So, shout out Jet from Gladiators. I'm so sorry, I can't remember your real name. 
you're probably not listening anyway. Um, but thanks for the follow uh, acceptance. Did she follow you back? Uh, I'll let you know next week. Okay. Update. Okay. I can't imagine. So. That's exciting though. So have you messaged her to ask whether she'll come on the podcast yet? Um, I just showed her the poster that I had in my bedroom in the 90s. No, I'm joking. This is weird. Um, <laughs> no, but I will do. Um, and we can... Oh my God, imagine we had Mr. Motivator and Jet from Gladiators. We could do a 90s special. I am so down for that. Genuinely. Right. Let us know, guys, if you'd be down for that. Jason, pro unicyclist, and we'll make it happen. Yeah. But we've gone off track here. Um, Ken Show Health. Um, good to see they're they're really flying the flag for um, holistic approaches. <laughs> <laughs> really dancing around this year. Yeah, um, it is, it's true because a lot of holistic approaches they really have uh, a zero evidence base for a start. Um, uh, a lot of it is um, nonsense. <laughs> Okay, we'll go with that. Um, yeah, a lot of it is is a bit ridiculous, a bit too far fetched. Whereas some of it probably does have some fairly good, um, some good backing behind it. So it's great that they're slowly uh, starting to put out a positive message around holistic practice. This is quite a good quote. They said one of them, "We wanted to create something that acted at the right point of intervention." It was uh, it was Berlin Court, a former public relations professional who launched the business after turning to holistic medicine to treat her chronic adrenaline failure. Adrenal failure. Yeah. However, so we curated a provider <laughs> network and made complementary medicine easy to understand through research. See, I like that. That's good. Obviously, with things like holistic approaches, there can be a lot of um, smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Uh, as we always preach with the fitness industry, sometimes people want to keep you dumb. They don't want to give you the whole approach. That's the old give a man a fish, teach a man a fish approach. If you don't know why you're doing something, you constantly depend on the source. So it's yeah. quite cool that they're trying to break it down, make it easy to understand. And they're providing you with real scientific research, something that we don't always do. <laughs> no. And yeah, we, we should probably put the disclaimer that we haven't uh, checked out their articles. So we hope that... Yeah, it we're is. not sponsored by them. We hope that it is legit. Um, if it's not, then... We'll get around to calling him out. But it sounds like it's a very positive step. Yeah. Anyone that says they're the antithesis of Goop is good with me. Unless that antithesis is like, I don't know, uh, National Socialism. <laughs> 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 We're not down with that, guys. No. no. Uh, so, right. Next article. The Telegraph. This one's good. Uh, so, for a change. Sweaty massages and less than four hours of sleep. What can we learn from I don't Narendra know. Modi? Thank you. It's health habits. My wife's Indian, so I'm good at these pronunciations. Okay. I mean, it's just pretty simple. Thanks for saving me there, mate. Um, so first of all, I will just say that having less than four hours sleep is a really bad idea. Mm -hmm. um, so um, it, who do you know much about this guy? I do. I know a lot of controversial things about this guy. Okay. Uh, not to go deep or to take it too highbrow, but he has been accused of being potentially uh, sectarian and anti-Islamic. Um, he actually was the governor of the area of India that my wife's family were originally from. Um, but he is kind of, I don't want to say hero worshipped. He's, he's, uh, he's got a lot of positive support in the Hindu community. Okay. Um, I, so this, the article starts with whatever your opinion of. Uh, this yes, gentleman, that's why. It's hard to deny what he looks good that he looks good for his 69 years i'm gonna be honest he just looks like a 69 year old bloke yeah maybe it's more of like him in motion rather than a static uh, image okay. maybe he moves like a 61 year old he walks like a cat yeah. walk model a 61 year old cat walk model <laughs> yeah. yeah i will say uh my in-laws don't look or act or 
seem as aged as they are. Okay. And, you know, without contributing more to the bro science here, (laughs) I think there's a lot of lifestyle things in, I don't just say Indian diets, but even in just um, lifestyle, I can't even think of a better word, that contribute to that. Yeah. Also, you know, white people age worse, don't they? <laughs> yeah, okay. That's we kind were, of racist, yeah. but it's okay because I'm a white guy. Yeah. And I've aged so, terribly. So, so someone, so this is him talking. Someone asked me many years ago, how come you have such a radiant face? Uh, Modi said that the assembled children. He, he said to the to assembled the assemb- children. I can't read today. Sorry, man. Uh, I had a simple answer. I said, I work hard and I sweat so much that I massage my face with it <laughs> and it gives me a glow. <laughs> Okay. That would have been my answer as well. <laughs> yeah. So this guy is working out, sweating, and then is he getting someone else to rub the sweat into his face? He better he... be. He better be. He's he's a baller. He's a politician. I'm not massaging my own sweat into my own face. Oh, that poor massage therapist. Do you see what it says here? While that might sound a little eccentric, there's actually some evidence that sweaty massages are indeed beneficial. Dermatologists believe there's a natural moisturizing factor to sweat. Plus, it contains an antimicrobial agent called dermcidin, which acts as a natural antibiotic. So maybe think twice the next time you reach for the deodorant. I mean, do you rub deodorant on your face? I was going to say. No, I usually do it by, I don't know, 10 centimeters away from my face and give myself a good blast. Make sure you close your mouth and your eyes. I prefer roll-on over my face. (laughs) (laughs) Like into the eyes. Ah! It is easier to avoid the eyes. Yeah, yeah, we don't recommend spraying your face with deodorant, guys. Um, Yeah, so this this article is is crazy. And as I said, the four-hour sleep thing, just don't do it. Uh, To be fair, he is known as a keen yogi and a steadfast vegetarian so really what they're trying to say is this is not done in um scientific uh what's the word i'm looking for it's not done in test conditions shall we say so it could be all the other good things he does with his life and not massaging the sweat into his face exactly. that makes him look good he does a lot of exercise and then says the benefit part the beneficial part comes from massaging the sweat back in maybe this is the launch of his new product which is he's bottling his own sweat and encouraging people to rub it into their faces i can imagine gwyneth paltrow doing that i bet you can show health they're going to be onto this guy she exactly. would isolate the sweat from a very specific area of her body and sell it don't get that the candle's enough the scent is more than enough so yeah, um, a crazy article. Uh, he's <laughs> what is this? There's lots of more nonsense as so, you scroll down I didn't the page. Read right at the bottom. Apparently, you can cure a cold with mustard oil and warm water. So you know what? Um, there's uh, in my family, my mother-in-law. Um, she swears by uh, turmeric and ginger. <laughs> okay. And apparently, in the, the Indian community, uh, a thing that they do is they put turmeric in um, in milk, in warm milk, and make you drink it and um what does it taste like it's awful okay. it's very bitter um i don't know if you've ever had turmeric so yeah, not in milk though. yeah i mean it's obviously got anti-inflammatory qualities um yeah there's also like kind of little remedies for that as well like um eating a lot of garlic um I, I like that every culture has like their own way of dealing with it and in scotland they're just like drink whiskey yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah exactly well it's always worked for me uh dead at 61 um no but yeah apparently also i only learned this this weekend um my father-in-law told me that his dad used to carry around bulbs of garlic and eat them like just eat bulbs of garlic i mean i like roasted bulbs of garlic that's yeah. good but raw 
Yeah. So apparently, good for you. And he was giving me loads of, he was giving me some real pro science this weekend <laughs> uh, with some of the stuff he was telling me. But, you know, a lot of it is based in some degree of at least anecdotal fact. I mean, and clearly eating raw garlic regularly is not going to smell great. No. But you do get, you can get odorless garlic from Holland and Barrett. And we're not sponsored by them, guys. <laughs> can you actually? Yeah, do you not know that? No, no, yeah, no. yeah. So it's just obviously promoting the health benefits of having garlic in your diet. Um, there's other, you can get like, can you not get like turmeric tablets? Do you know, I think I've cracked it. So just eat curry. No, no, no. I mean, I'm I always, cracked that a long time I'm ago. I'm always up for eating curry. But I guess if you're eating garlic raw, no one's going to come near you. So you're not going to pick up colds. That's it. You've cracked it. There we go. Mate. Where's the scientific journal and when are we <laughs> yeah. writing it to them? Can show health talk about just the fitness health. Tip. Still, still not on today. He's still not on today, guys. I'm sorry about that. Can show me the money more, like. Hey. Still not great. Broke but woke. Right. So you can't steal my saying that. I, it is good though. That's yeah. maybe the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. Uh, right. So final one is so I'm uh, as I mentioned, I'm doing a talk at the Edinburgh Wellbeing Festival this weekend, uh, shouting about the benefits uh, of health, of positive health and fitness, calling out a lot of the nonsense, which I'm a little bit terrified about because there's going to be a lot of um, in case they storm the stage. You know what? A little bit because I know that the Wellbeing Festival has a lot of people that go that are into kind of alternative approaches, um, or they're from like a certain uh, demographic of. Uh, what's the word? Are you going to kill our well-being radio show dead before it's even aired? It could happen. There'll be a boycott in the wellness community. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, during part of the talk, I'm, I mentioned what this article is hinting at. So it's what your grip strength says about your health and how to improve it. Um, so there is multiple uh, research papers uh, sh showing the benefits of increasing your grip strength and having a lesser grip strength has strong correlation with uh, increased mortality, uh, greater chance of uh, getting cardiovascular disease, other respiratory diseases as well. Um, so it's amazing that just from looking at your grip strength can be an indicator of how, uh, how healthy you are and how long you might live. So in short, everyone should lift weights. So it's more of an indicator as opposed to kind of uh, yeah. a relationship. Like a, it's not if you train your grip, you'll be healthier. No, I, like it's definitely going to be like a correlation causation mm. uh, link here. Um, but yeah, like if you just laid on your butt all day and used those grip strength things only, then chances are you're probably not going to be that healthy. Mitch, I hate to overload the show with a bit of bro science, but anecdotally, I think this is something I discovered a long time ago. You know, I like to think of myself as a little bit, of a pioneer in this field because you know <laughs> big claims when i hit puberty i was working my grip strength a lot mitch i really was <laughs> uh, maybe sometimes three to five times a day uh really working at it and it really has paid dividends later in life um i would say probably the introduction to strength training for me um <laughs> started off with the grip strength um really worked hard it kept the reps up right. you know this i you know what they say. You know what they say. I don't count until it starts hurting. No, no, uh, no. <laughs> so high, re high repetitions, <laughs> high volume, high frequency. And uh, look at me now. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Remember that shake weight? That's what this is doing, the shake weight. Remember that fad? Give her the grip strength. 
I would say don't waste your money on expensive equipment <laughs> when you've got your own equipment at home. <laughs> oh, swiftly, swiftly moving There's on. a picture here of it, people shaking. Like, is that like Donald Trump? It looks like Donald Trump. I was going to say, there's only one person that's got a limp-wristed handshake and like very that. very small hands. Uh, it's definitely Donald Trump. So yeah, there is there is a kind of strong correlation, as I said, between grip strength and and longevity of health. So as we always say, uh, choose the form of exercise you enjoy the most. But if you can, in some way, build strength training into your weekly routine, then we really cannot recommend it enough. Mitch, this is a hell of a stat here. There's a study, a Canadian study, into obesity and chronic health conditions. Mm -hmm. And it found that for every five kilo less grip strength a person had in their hands, they were 16% more likely to die of any cause, 17% likelier to die of heart disease, 9% more likely to have a stroke, and 7% more likely to have a heart attack. That's astounding. That is a huge stat. Obviously, I've not seen the research paper, but yeah, that's, that is huge. How much kg grip strength do you think you could exert? So is this literally just how hard you can squeeze any of those like gripometer things that you get? The gripometer, yeah, I think that's the scientific that, name for it. I, what's it called? <laughs> the gripometer, yeah. It's not, is it? The squeezometer. Grip strength machine. <clears throat> right, I'm going to find out what the name of it is here. Um... Bash the bishometer. <laughs> what? <laughs> A hand grip strength tester. Okay. No, it's yeah. not as good Mine as the gripometer. Uh, grip, grip master. Yeah, I'd it? like to think I've got a fairly strong grip. But we need to we need to give it a try. Well, there's only one way to find out. Yeah. <laughs> Not what you're suggesting. No. Right. So yeah, I thought that was um that was a great article, and it's something I'm going to be speaking about this weekend at the festival, and everyone should be aware of it. Lift weights, lift weights, lift heavy things, and it's going to really help. But also, don't don't buy a gripometer, no. and don't for God's sake, don't do forearm curls because. If you do deadlifts, if you do pull-ups, if you do rows. Just hanging from a bar. Just hanging from a bar. These are the best ways to build grip strength whilst efficiently building larger muscle groups at the same time. You don't need to be isolating your forearms. Even, I would say, even if you are doing a sport that requires you to have a killer grip, like uh, rope climbing, yeah. um, uh, tennis, rock climbing, rock climbing um and if you if you work in a gentleman's club as well and uh, you don't need to isolate these things i hate people with limp hand limp wristed handshakes the way it it is weird i feel it? like it's a lack of respect <laughs> no it's it's kind of creepy isn't it like you got to shake someone's hand it's just like yeah. give me a bit of constitution here man, yeah right and it's like that scene in predator you know where it goes, you son of a bitch but you know what it's just as bad when someone has an overly aggressive hand. Yeah, that's they're trying too hard, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, you want you want firm but fair. Yeah. Words to live by. That's the end of our episode. It is. Love it. Do you have anything prepared? What a, what a silly question. I, I'm assuming you do. I, we've not spoken about it today, so I was wondering if... Uh, if we don't we call me get... always prepared old for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Better than Michael... What was it? Just let me handle it. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Mitch! To yeah. celebrate our um, our new endeavor on the radio. Nice. I don't know if we mentioned it. No, we didn't. What's I've it got, called? It's called Just the Fitness Tip Radio. On what radio station? Wellbeing Radio. Oh, nice. Oh, God, I got all that right now. I've got a wee, I've got a wee uh, hip-hop quote, a tip-hop quote for 
the end of today's show. And it's to the theme of Video Killed the Radio Star. And it's going to require a, a duet of sorts. Oh, God. Okay. So, so when I point at you, and it will seem seamless because people can't see us. <laughs> when I point at you, you're going to do the oh, oh bit. <laughs> okay. Okay. And you're going to do it twice. Okay. <clears throat> Are you ready? Twice each chorus slash verse. No, just twice. Oh, 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 oh. I'll point at you every time. <laughs> okay, this is getting to Are you ready? Okay. <clears throat> You've listened to the show since February of last year. You think we're funny and our thoughts are all sincere. Although what's bro science, in fact, is not quite clear. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. Brilliant moment. <laughs> now we're on radio, coming in your ears twice per week. If the fitness tip's not enough and more filling's what you seek. What you always wanted, another chance to hear us speak. Oh, uh oh. Oh, uh oh. Podcasting's cool, but we're radio stars. Podcasting's cool, but we're radio stars. We're the bad boys of well being, smashing up your crystals and smoking your incense. But Edinburgh's number one pod will always exist, not in the past, but in the present tense. Guys, we're not selling out. The pod will always be here no matter what. <laughs> Brilliant. I think in between the wow wows and the song, there's like a bit of talking. That's what threw me off, you know? That was it. Yeah. That was it. You I'm should have done your research. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you've been listening to episode 47 of Just the Fitness Tip uh, with Michael Ujoa and Jason Ald, Edinburgh's number one fitness podcast. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Keep on tipping. <laughs>